to go. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 31, and it reads as follows. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Let's pray before we get started today. Dear God, thank you for gathering us in your house here to hear your word and your message. Be with us as we share that message, uh, you know, with this congregation here and with everyone listening to the message, whether it be from Chinese school up to, you know, or middle school, high school, all the folks, that your message will be... Uh, heard today and we ask that you bless uh this this congregation in jesus name amen today i want to say a few words as we we're coming up in the season about the holiday of halloween but not necessarily the stuff that you might have heard before right because you guys have all heard the usual halloween message before and i think you guys know hopefully 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 you know that in case you don't the short of it is like this right you guys know that Halloween, quite obviously, if you just look at what uh, transpires, is rooted in pagan origins, right? It's pretty clearly ungodly to talk about things like demons and witches and goblins and all that kind of stuff, you know, talking to the undead or whatever, whatever. All this stuff that Satan approves of, right? And that God disapproves of. I think that's all should be, should be pretty obvious, right? There are many, many verses in the Bible that run down this pretty clear fact. You don't need me to uh, do all that. You've probably heard it a million times already from Nathan and Melvin and so on and so forth about how in the Bible it says, for example, in Deuteronomy 18.10, right? Where we're not supposed to do all these weird things about enchantment or being like witches and divination and observing times and so on and so forth. All these things, which hopefully, hopefully, hopefully should be obvious to you guys already that, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff is not good, right? We know it's not good that we shouldn't associate with things like witchcraft and sorcery, demons, all those type of things. I think that so much is obvious, right? And that leads to the second question. The second question, which always, we always have an, we, you know, you've heard the answer for again, kind of many times already, right? I don't know if it, it really, uh, really bears repeating, but we'll talk about it again. Oh, sometimes people ask the question, well, if God's so against all this stuff, should kids celebrate stuff like Halloween, given all the, the pagan traditions, right? Given all the uh, ungodly stuff it's associated with, should kids celebrate Halloween? Do you go trick-or-treating? Do you get dressed up? Do all those type of things, right? And I think our guide for this question is the verse that we read today, right? The verse that we studied, quite simply, is this, is that whatever we do, right? Whatever you eat, drink, or whatever we do, right? What does it say in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 31? It says, do all to the glory of God. Do all to the glory of God. That's generally our guide for life, is it not, right? God's given us free will. He's given us the right to do what we want, right? We have to be the judge of whether to do it or not, right? There's no, like, prohibition over stuff, right? It's not like we try to do something and then magically... We're stopped from doing it. Nope, we could do whatever we want, no matter how good or how bad it is, right? Nothing will, will magically restrain us or whatever, right? It is our choice, and we ought to choose, we ought to choose that which glorifies God, right? So when it comes to stuff like Halloween, it's really up to each family to decide what they think, you know, fits into their way 
of glorifying God and honoring God or whatever, right? Or not even not honoring God. Because, you know, as we've studied in the past, there's a lot of stuff out there in the world that neither honors or dishonors God, right? For example, if you are watching the basketball game last night, it's like, hey, does that really glorify God? No. Does it really, like, insult God that you watch a basketball game? No. It's kind of neutral, right? Just like, oh, I went to work. Does work really glorify God? Eh, not really, right? I don't know. Maybe. Not, not really. Does it dishonor God? No. It's not a dishonor to God either. There's a lot of stuff that's like that in the world, right? And you could easily say that stuff like Halloween, at least for your kids and going trick-or-treating and stuff, is really can be kind of neutral, right? It's like if your kids go trick-or-treating and eat candy, is there really anything that dishonors God about that? My answer would be no, right? That'd be my answer, you know, because if you ate candy on any other day, it wouldn't be considered bad, right? If I ate candy on November 28th, it's like, that's not a bad thing. Or if I wore a costume on December the uh, 21st, it would not be a bad thing, right? So I think it's possible, it's possible for Christians to celebrate Halloween, you know, obviously with that big caveat that, you know, you're not going to do stuff like worship Satan or whatever, right? But I, again, I, hopefully that so much is obvious. I think for the things of like kids, the way kids celebrate Halloween is fairly kind of neutral, right? Certainly we wouldn't say it brings a lot of glory to God, right? That they wear a costume when they eat candy or whatever. But also, I don't think it dishonors God to say that, yeah, I, you know, I dressed up like a princess today. I ate, you know, 10 pieces of candy or whatever. So I think those are what we would call the Halloween basics, the Halloween message you've probably heard 50 times already, right? But I want to talk about a little bit, something a little bit different today, something related. What I would call what Halloween represents to Christians, right? The real dangers of Halloween. It's not necessarily the things like we just talked about, right? It's not necessarily the occult. It's not about Satan worshiping demons and all these traditions of like thousands of years ago. You know, we, we, we believe that these things do exist, of course, right? It's written in the Bible that such things of those things exist. So it's written in the Bible. We know they exist. But in my opinion and in my observation, these are not a huge deal nowadays, right? Now, certainly in times past, they were a huge deal. And I think that's the reason why God writes about it so much in the Bible, right? You imagine a thousand years ago, people literally did worship demons, practice witchcraft and all these things. And that was a product of being in a believing age, right? People believed, right? We believe there's such thing as witches. We, because we're scared of witches and trolls and demons or whatever, we do all this stuff, right? I think it's a recent development, not that, not, not, that, not that long ago, but maybe in the past, what, 100, 200 years, I guess, in the age of science, as they call it, right? People have realized that a lot of this stuff was phony baloney, right? And they don't really care about it, right? But today, there's no one out there rushing to go practice witchcraft or worship Satan because of what happened during Halloween, right? And a lot, most people, if you ask them, do these things exist? 
majority would say like, no. Or do you think about these things and say, no. You look at your observational evidence. You know, I've been live for however many years. I've live. I've known people that have celebrated Halloween every single year. I do not know of a single person that due to the fact that they celebrate Halloween said they decided, yes, I am going to go worship Satan now. I don't know if you guys know anyone like that. I don't think you guys know anyone like that either, right? That, oh, I love Halloween so much that I'm now going to become a witch. Nah, that's not a real concern. Halloween has become like a secularized holiday. It's a day that Target and Walmart can sell you decorations and sell candy and make money off of it, right? Or they can make all these movies or whatever. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like what we always say oh, people do to Christmas, right? Oh, Christmas is not religious anymore. It's just like a commercialized holiday. You know, if you were a real uh, uh, Satan worshiper, you might be offended at what they've done to Halloween, right? That, oh, Halloween's not about Satan anymore. It's all about, you know, commercialized whatever, right? But it's the truth, right? And it's not really about Satan, Halloween. I don't think that's a concern. Like I said, I'm not worried that anyone here in this audience, if you decided to dress up on a costume on Halloween, that you would all of a sudden worship Satan or become a witch or whatever. That's not the real danger of Halloween and that kind of stuff nowadays. Sometimes it gets overblown, right? Just like people say, oh, you know, I just like, I don't think anyone has ever decided to become a wizard because they read too much Harry Potter or uh, played too much Dungeons and Dragons or whatever else there is out there, right? You know, that's not, I think, the A number one concern for most Christians nowadays. I think we all know better. It's kind of obvious, right? You don't need me to come here and say, don't worship Satan. Don't do witchcraft. It would be like, duh, obviously, right? What's the real issue then? What should we really be thinking about when we look out and see Halloween and similar stuff like that? What's the real problem that stuff like this identifies and that ought to create some pause in our life and our thought processes? Because I think the problems with Halloween and Halloween-type celebrations. Really, it's nothing to do with kids. Usually kids, is like nothing. You see the things they do in school. Really, it's nothing. It's harmless. It's secularized. It's whatever. Halloween actually is a problem for adults. Adults. The adult celebration of Halloween, right? Why is that? Why is that? Well, we know that actually from statistics, when we look out there, you know, people have done studies on this and taken sampling and statistics, that actually there are more adults that celebrate Halloween than kids, right? The majority of costumes sold are not for kids, believe it or not. Costumes sold and rented, number one audience is adults. Why do so many adults celebrate Halloween, right? You think about it, there's nothing that attractive to, there, there shouldn't be anything that, that attractive to like adult. Oh, you dress up, you, you play make-believe, right? Like, you know, most of us, we're beyond that age, right? How many of us still play make-believe on any other day that I pretend I'm a fireman or a policeman or an astronaut or whatever? I don't do that. You guys probably don't do that, right? Yet on Halloween, people do do that, don't they? They do dress up like, oh, here I am. I'm a police officer. I'm a construction worker. I'm a whatever, right? Adults, people who are 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, they do that, right? They do that still. Why? It's not for candy. 
When you're an adult, you can buy all the candy you want and eat all the candy you want whenever you want. I didn't even wait to Halloween to eat candy. If I wanted to eat candy, I'd go down to Walgreens or Target or whatever. I could buy a huge bag of candy, eat it all day long, right? It's not about candy. It's not about dress up. So what is it about? What does it represent? It represents to many adults an excuse, a chance to do sin. That's the real heart of the issue. Because what is Halloween associated the most with when it comes to adults? It's not costumes, it's not candies, it's not ghost stories. What is it? Well, Halloween is associated with what? With partying, with drinking alcohol, with immodesty, right? A certain type of costumes that normal people would not wear on any other day, right? It's associated with bad behaviors, pranks, being mean to each other. All these things are the things that, when you think about Halloween and adults, that's the association. Here in San Francisco, we have the biggest display of that every year, right? You just walk down to Castro Street on Halloween. That would be the representation, I think, of the most extreme example of adult Halloween. Would it be? Would it not? And that adult Halloween is definitely like what? X-rated, right? You don't need me to tell you. Some of you guys may have been there before, and you've been by there before, and you've seen the type of things that go on there, and the people that are out there. That, to me, is em emblematic, emblematic of the problem of Halloween and beyond the problem of Halloween, right? It's not just that people, some people out there are doing those things, right? It is suggestive when Christians do it, right? When all of us here in Christians, we do stuff like that, of a wrong thought process. A wrong thought process that gets us away from God. That's the danger. That's the danger. The danger is not that we're going to worship Satan or whatever. The danger is that we're going to fall into his trap, Satan's trap, and start acting the wrong way because we're thinking the wrong way. We're thinking the wrong way. How are we thinking the wrong way? We're making excuses in our mind. Making excuses to rationalize, to rationalize sin. To rationalize sin, to rationalize bad behavior. Right? Because we know, we know this. Most people don't intentionally do stuff that is bad. That goes against human nature, right? Normally, we try to do what's right. Isn't it? You know, in our mind, we kind of think like, oh, we don't want to be like the bad guy. We don't do the wrong thing. But still, we do it all the time, right? Why is that? Because we fool ourselves into thinking that we have to or that it's good to do it, right? Like, for example, my kids know that they aren't supposed to hit each other, right? That's bad. You hit each other. Everyone knows. School will tell you that. I will tell you that. You could ask them today, is hitting a good thing? They'll say, of course, hitting is bad. Yet, they hit each other all the time. Why is that? So you ask them, why did you hit your brother? Why did you hit your sister? Oh, well, this time I hit them because they deserved it. He was bad. He stole my toys. Therefore, deserved to get hit, right? Oh, he said a bad thing to me. Therefore, deserves to get hit. That's the way they rationalize it, right? There's a reason. So, yeah, hitting is bad. But this time, it's right. I can do it, right? This time, it's right. 
right? It's like all the other things, like, you know, people like break the law and stuff, right? Oh, you know, you're not supposed to drive over the speed limit. But guess what? Today, I'm late. Therefore, because I'm late, this time, it's okay. I gotta drive faster today. I'm late. I gotta make it there, right? That's the excuse we make in our mind, and that's the way we do it, right? Even though we know it's wrong, we don't care. It's more important now that we've figured out the reason, oh, we can do this, right? We just talked about Halloween. People don't normally, normally do type stuff, this type of stuff that we associate with adults and Halloween. Yet they do it. Even some Christians, they do it, you know, on Halloween. They have their party and their excitement and do all these things. Why is that? The same reasons. It shows a flaw in the thought process. The flaw is that people rationalize and excuse their behavior thinking, oh, it's a special day. Oh, it's different. This time I can do it, right? And that, of course, leads us exactly to the opposite, to the opposite of the way God wants us to analyze our life. When we take that step of analyzing Halloween and that kind of, uh, uh, of way of thinking that, oh, yeah, it's okay, it's just today, right? That's what leads us wrong on other days, right? People say, oh, it's no problem. We drink alcohol today, right? And get drunk or whatever. It's only one day. It's a special day. It's a special day, right? Of course, people who think like that would say, oh, it's like, you know, a wedding. It's also a special day. It's time for me, you know, I can go drink alcohol this day. Or, oh, it's someone's birthday party. Well, special day, right? You see how that works, right? Once you get that one attitude, that permeates your life, right? Like, oh, if you think this is the exception, boy, you start seeing exceptions all over the place, right? And we wind up doing the stuff that God doesn't want us to do, that God doesn't approve of, right? We say in our mind, oh, it's only once a year, right? It's just Halloween once a year. But guess what? People say the same thing about what? St. Patrick's Day, right? Oh, St. Patrick's Day, it's only once a year. This, you know, all of us, none of us here are Irish, last I checked. But many people, non-Irish, they celebrate uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Why? It's an excuse to go party and get drunk in the same way that Halloween is their excuse, is an excuse. And the same way Chinese, for example, use Chinese New Year as an excuse. Oh, it's Chinese New Year, so therefore, this is the day I can do gambling, right? Everyone gambles and have fun on Chinese New Year. Why can't this be the day that I do it? It's a special day. It's a different day, right? It starts with that mode of thought, right? For everything, all these things we associate with Halloween. Oh, Halloween, I would normally not dress in this type of outfit, right? This revealing outfit, this immodest outfit, but because it's Halloween, it is okay, right? And then if you think like that, you would think there's another day where maybe I can dress like that and act like that and so on and so forth. The other wrong types of thought that people get sucked into. The thought is that, oh, it's okay because everyone else is doing it, right? What is the world doing on Halloween? This is the way the world celebrates Halloween. Therefore, shouldn't I follow it? Everyone else is doing it. Why not me? Again, that's a wrong thought. In fact, God teaches the exact opposite, that we're supposed to be separate and apart from the world, right? We don't follow majority rules. That's not the way it works. But what happens? 
people get sucked into this. Maybe Halloween is the genesis of this thought that the majority does this. Why don't I follow that, right? And that permeates our life. If we think we got to follow the majority in terms of Halloween, are we going to follow the majority in terms of everything else, right? Right now, for example, the majority says, you know, marijuana is fine, right? People, majority of people voted to legalize it, right? We just heard this week it's legalized in Canada, right? All across the country. The majority wants it. Shouldn't we follow along? That's not God's standard. God's standard isn't just everyone's doing it, therefore I will do it. It's not right. It's wrong. It also isn't based on, well, this is what I've always done, right? And this comes up with a lot of people that get saved like later in life, right? I've talked to some of these people, right? They got saved when they're older, so they've celebrated Halloween their whole life and they've gone to parties and drink and all stuff. They say, why should I change now? I did it my whole life, there was nothing wrong before. I never got in any trouble. They didn't get arrested by the police. I didn't get drunk driving or anything like that. What's the difference now, right? What is the difference? Again, the excuse shouldn't be that just because one behavior was done before, it means that we do this behavior forever. No, 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 no. God's standard is something different, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Same so with the excuse of, oh, it feels right. It's like, what's wrong with our Halloween celebration? It makes me feel happy, right? I went to the party, I feel happy. I did all this stuff. Is it being happy important? Isn't that, the sta- isn't that an important thing for me? And once again, God doesn't measure things based on feelings, right? If we just follow our feelings, we do whatever. In fact, we study a lot in the Old Testament when we're doing our Sunday school of all these people that did follow their feelings and went the wrong way, right? That fell into sin, fell into bad behaviors. Likewise, we don't have our lives guided by simply, how does this make you feel? Because our feelings can be wrong. Our feelings can deceive. No, no, no. Instead, we got to go back to our verse today. What does our verse say? It says, do all to the glory of God. We got to live our lives not thinking about, oh, is there an excuse that lets me do this? Instead, thinking about, does what I do glorify God? Or does what I do not glorify God? In fact, brings him dishonor. We ought to think in terms of that. Does what I do bring God dishonor? Those things we ought to avoid. Should we not? Should we not look at those things and say, I'm going to do that. It doesn't bring gl- glory to God when I get drunk or when I go act you know, like a crazy prankster or whatever or do all these bad things associated with Halloween or any other day, right? It brings glory to God to do that which is right, to follow his word, to follow his Bible. So we're going back to the first topic of the Halloween, you know, you could participate, not participate, and that may or may not glorify God. What do you mean? You know, some people say that, you know, I don't want to support this, right? I don't believe in Halloween, therefore I can do nothing. I shut the door, do nothing, right? Close, turn off my light, no candy, no costumes, no nothing. Does that glorify God? The answer is actually no. That's kind of like neutral, right? You just did nothing that day. You didn't glorify God, you just avoided this other thing, right? So, you know, just because we don't celebrate Halloween doesn't mean that we're glorifying God either. For those people who take the attitude, what are you doing with your time to glorify God? Are you taking your time to otherwise get people saved? Taking that time to read your Bible, to serve God. That's what glorifies God. So it's not just the act of avoiding stuff. 
It's a positive act to go out and glorify him. Likewise, people that do participate, they might decide to do it in a way that does not glorify God, that's kind of neutral like we talked about before. Or maybe some people do do it where they do glorify God. Some of you guys know that Melvin participates in Halloween every year. How does he do it? He passes out tracts along with his candy, right? He spreads the gospel every year, right? In that sense, his Halloween is God glorifying, right? To spread the gospel during that day. We make our choices whatever they are, right? We have free will. We can choose to do it, not do it, not just Halloween, but for any other day and any other action. Think about it this way, though. Are our choices God-focused? Whenever our choices are God-focused, we're on the right path. When our choices are not God-focused, when we're, in fact, trying to obscure God, to find excuses, to hide from God, hiding behind the excuses of what the world does, what tradition says, what the special day the world has, what our emotions feel, then we're headed down the wrong path. No, no, no. We want to be God-focused, God-centered, and God-glorifying, right? The quote here from Rick Warren says this, Our troubles occur because we base our choices on unreliable authorities, the wrong authorities, right? Our culture, our traditions, our reason, our emotions. No, no, no. Our choices ought to be based on God. So that's my spiel a little bit about Halloween this year. Why don't we end off with a word of prayer? Dear God, thank you for gathering us here today in your house to hear a little bit of your word. We know you've given us free will. Lord, help us to make the right picks with our free will, right? To make the picks that don't dishonor you, but that do honor you in whatever it is that we do, whether it be Halloween or any other day, that we want to make sure that our life is the God-focused life. When we ask that you help us with this, and that we ask that you help this whole congregation with this, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.